0: Hey, my name is Michael Rosenberg, and I want to welcome you to the Entrepreneur's Connection show. In this show, we are going to share the tactics, the tricks, the mindset about how you, a coach, consultant, expert, can connect authentically and genuinely with your audience, with your target clients, so that you can create an impact out in the world. And for me, this changed everything. I went from going from you know, slamming the phones, and cold calling to genuinely connecting with people and creating amazing relationships. And if you want to do the same, then I can't wait for you to hear everything that we've got. All the amazing experts right here on the Entrepreneurs Connection show. So, welcome to the Entrepreneurs Connection. I'm on here with Kitty Davidson. She has an, she's an integrative coach uh, with Mindful Summits, the creator, I believe. Of Mindful Summits, and uh, I'm just going to pass it right over to you, Kitty, to share a little bit about your story, how you got into this space of integrative medicine and healing, and everything that you do, and uh, and then how you got to where you are today.
1: Oh, well, thank you for having me today. I really do appreciate that, and thanks for allowing me to uh, share my story with uh, you and your listeners today. I totally appreciate that
0: yeah absolutely love having (laughs) you
1: thanks thanks so how i got started it's so interesting i have um have a varied professional career i started a long time ago i was in the military i was in finance and if people know my story it's so funny they're like how did you get to health and wellness from where you began a long time ago. So I started out in the military. I was in accounting and finance, and that was way long ago when I was in my 20s. Went through accounting and finance. Went into software development. Went into programming and uh, training. So that's where I started, and then that's where the that's where the change started, because I was sitting there training some software one day, and I the the thought crossed my mind that. I need to make a bigger difference in the world. I was making difference in corporations and that kind of thing with software and training them how to use and that kind of thing. But I was like, no, this just isn't doing it for me. I felt like I was being called into a higher purpose. So I was finishing my bachelor's degree in human services management because I knew that I was going to you know, somehow make a switch into something different, but I was like, no, it's got to be something bigger, and that's when I had decided I was going to go into my master's program into counseling. And That's where I got my start about 12 years ago, 15 years ago, actually, I started my master's in counseling, and I was like, yay, I'm going to go, and I'm going to impact people, and I did. Um, I got my first gig. I worked in forensics therapy, so I worked with the criminal population, cut my teeth in that area. Then I went into working with victims and that kind of thing. But all the while I was like, how can I I continue to make a bigger impact in people's lives? So that's when I decided, okay, what else can I do in order to help people? And that's when I went into the motivation and performance work. And I started doing trainings with uh, big organizations uh, with regards to blocks and performance and motivation. Okay. Because I had found that a lot of people were having all of these negative thoughts about their performance themselves, and it was keeping them stuck.
0: Right. I've been there. So
1: I was using my psychotherapy. You've been there. I think we've all been there at least a little bit of our lives trying to figure out, oh gosh, do I suck? Yeah. <laughs> what what am I going to do? Right. So I started uh doing the training for organizations and that kind of thing with motivation and performance, working basically with sales teams and sales forces. And I noticed that I really enjoyed doing that. And then I kept going, well, how can I continue to up the ante? How can I continue to help people on a on a very different level, not just one-to-one, because if you've ever been in the therapeutic room, it's your therapist and Mm -hmm. the individual, and you're helping one person at a time. Well, I found that through the group experience and through teaching, I was able to impact more people. And I was like, super, how can I continue to move on with that? So I started learning, diving really deeper into uh, my Eastern philosophy stuff uh, with meditation and how that impacts uh, awareness and mindfulness practices, how that helps people grow, how that helps them with their motivation and their performance issues. So that's where that kind of stuff started. And then, um, I just it. It's kind of like a domino effect. So, you know, you start with one thing and then it starts to cascade into a bunch of other little things. So I was like, I just got to keep going. So I started doing trainings on emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. um, mindfulness, different meditation techniques, yoga. And I found out that this was having a bigger impact on my clients not just from a therapeutic level, but from a performance level, because I was still working with some clients on motivation Mm -hmm. and performance issues. And especially with anxiety, a lot of the clients that I've morphed into that I work with on a coaching basis, they have performance anxiety, whether it's uh, an athlete, because I've worked with athletes before, um, or it's somebody who's going into court to testify on their particular uh, subject matter. If they're an expert, um, business, sales, etc., I've I've recognized that um, that anxiety is there. So all of the mindfulness-based things that I had been learning all throughout the years, I started using that in my um, with all of my coaching people, and it was helping them perf- uh, improve their performance. Yes.
0: Yeah. Could you
1: so? And then I was was like, like, okay. I would love uh it
0: for you to share kind of like what are some of the results that people started getting after you started integrating all of those different modalities into your coaching and into your performance work?
1: They were calmer. It was interesting. Um, I worked with one individual who would go in and testify, you know, for her subject matter. And she told me, she was like, when she would go up, she felt like her voice was little, like nobody could hear her, right? And that's important in court. When you're when you're going to go testify in court, and I don't know if you've ever done that before, I've had to do it several times, it is difficult and you are sitting there and you can, It's it's a stressful yeah. situation. And she felt like she could project her voice. She felt like her message was coming across with clarity. And she was like, I'm not, um, I'm not shaking because she would go and she would shake. Mm -hmm. So I taught her breathing techniques. I did something called bilateral stimulation of the brain with tapping. I taught her how to do that and incorporate, uh, the deep diaphragmatic breathing. So that settles down the sympathetic nervous system. So you can have that sense of calm in your body. and. She she felt like she she just did not feel anxious.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And we took away all the neg yeah. And we worked on the negative thought patterns that she had before going in to testify. And they just weren't there. The the one thing that we worked on was I speak with confidence. I speak with integrity. You know, those kinds of words that you need to incorporate in your mind as you're going in to testify. I I speak with confidence. I mean, if you can say that, the words that come out of your mouth will be louder and clearer. I've seen it happen. It's amazing. Mm.
0: So you're saying just from like implementing that thought or saying that out loud, all of a sudden it becomes true.
1: Implement yes, implementing the thought and saying it out loud and actually attaching an emotional response to it as well. Something like calm. Something like uh the feeling of confidence because I what I do for people too is I do something called a future template with the bilateral stimulation mm-hmm. of the brain. So I have these individuals imagine what it's like for them to go into that space that they are performing in. And then we walk through it, through the visualization of them actually doing whatever they are trying mm-hmm. to do. And as they're doing it, they're implementing that I am confident or that I speak with integrity or them setting on you know, their bicycle, whatever the performance is, I have them visualize that. And it's an all over body experience as I work with
0: them. Wow, okay. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. So, so I feel like I interrupted your story though, because I wanted to hear a little bit more in depth, but so that's okay. So what happened? um, So you started getting more into the performance and mindset and Mm -hmm. um, the Eastern practices as well, including that all together. And then what happened? When did you Yeah. What happened next? What happened next?
1: I decided that I wanted to up my game another notch as well. So I decided to uh, go into a Ph.D. program for integrative medicine, which brings in the Eastern philosophies and the Eastern medicines. Uh, and traditions, because I wanted to research more on meditation. And one of the things that I have learned through researching the meditations, the different types as well, because there's several different types of meditation, is that especially with performance, and being able to use your deep breathing, uh, heart rate variability, that coherence thing uh, that you hear out there uh, in the performance world, it changes the shape of your brain and how you react to things, which is super important in the performance world. Uh, when we use our breath, it change. You know, it it rejuvenates not just the entire body, but it rejuvenates the brain. Okay, and it also has an effect on things like the limbic system, which is the emotional function part of your brain. Okay, it can help. Um, it can help you with bringing down the anxiety response, which is you know linked to the performance issues that I work with. It helps with the fear aspect. It, it helps with that overall sense of calm. So that is how I, I mean, that's really what brought me to where I am today is doing all of the studying and whatnot in that integrative medicine program. So I can help people go even further and the neuroscience behind motivation and performance is super important and if i can teach people about their brain and how to change their brain change your mind to change your brain it actually has an impact on people and how they look at their anxiety i've sat there with people who have come to me super anxious about whatever their performance says and if i can tell them okay this is what happens you know, this is how you take in stimulus, and this is how you can, your brain does it, and this is what your mind is creating, then that, I've noticed that that gives the person something that they can grab onto. It's very, um, Uh, It's very solid, it's concrete, so it gives them a foundation and then we can go on to the the performance work that might be a little esoteric, like I'm going to teach you visualization and I'm going to teach you the energy centers in your body and where your meridians are for motivation and performance and that kind of thing, because that kind of stuff you can't really see. But if I can talk to you about the neuroscience behind performance, that gives you a foundation. And it really does seem to calm down that nervous system response um, while that person is feeling that anxiety. It's interesting. Mm. I've seen it happen a lot.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So right now in this moment, there's like some construction going on in the background and I'm listening to you. I'm trying to focus Mm -hmm. solely on you and like what you're saying and I'm already, I'm getting anxious just in this instance about making sure mm-hmm. that the recording comes out well and that like, I'm, I'm listening enough so I can ask you the right questions and all these different things are coming up for me. And mm-hmm. I just felt like sharing mm-hmm. that with you. And so I'm curious what, okay so let's say, and these are things that come up every day, right? Like they're just like all these stimulus that you were saying right. are coming up. And causing, right. you know, these reactions, right? It's like, I'm not control, not necessarily, right. I don't want to say I'm out of control, but it's just like a, a natural reaction for me to be like, thinking about the future of right. like, oh, when I edit this, like, I hope that there's not a lot of sound and that kitty sounds great, you know, and I'm curious, like, what are some of the first steps or first actions that someone can take, whether it's me asking selfishly, or Like someone who's facing some anxiety in their life or in their everyday work where they are a high performer, they want to perform at an even higher level, like what actions can someone take today or tomorrow, whenever they're listening to it, that are going to help them to start kind of rewiring their brain and changing the shape of their brain?
1: Well, one of the things I would tell people to start out with is to feel grounded. Okay. That the outside noises, those kinds of things that makes you feel less grounded. So one of the things I can tell you to do is use your five senses.
0: Okay. I'm standing up. I'm standing up so so I get more grounded.
1: Okay. So, okay. So you stand up, feel the, feel the uh, ground underneath your feet. Just stamp your feet a moment. That's, that's really grounding. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing it.
1: So the first, Okay, take a really deep breath in through your nose, diaphragmatic breath, and release it slowly out through your mouth. And I want you to use your five senses. Okay. Okay. So I want you to find five things with your eyes and call them out neon
0: sign, light, uh, building, Uh, cup, uh, ball. Step five.
1: Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. I want you to touch four things.
0: Do you want me to call them out? Okay. Phone.
1: Yeah. You
0: got a planner, got a not? notebook, computer.
1: Perfect. Okay. I want you to try to hear three things.
0: Okay. I hear mainly construction.
1: To get them. Okay,
0: I hear, I mean, your voice. Let's you can see. close your eyes
1: if you want.
0: I mean, I hear a few different construction noises, maybe some cars passing by.
1: Perfect. Smell two things.
0: Let's see here. Yeah, I smelled, my, smelled myself. And I have this candle that's just overwhelming okay. the entire room with a scent.
1: Okay. Okay. And now taste one thing.
0: I like how we both took a drink of water at the same time.
1: Yeah. How do you feel?
0: I feel good.
1: There you go. Do you feel a little bit calmer?
0: Yeah, a little bit calmer. I feel a little silly, there which you makes go. me feel better. There
1: you go. Okay. I feel
0: like maybe it's a little bit in go. the shell action well, happening. So I think that exercise really helped me personally Uh to just step out of like the, so all those anxieties, like you were saying, yeah, just like into this moment, I'm here with you. You know, and.
1: That's right. Wow.
0: So that's just one example.
1: Yeah, that's, that's just one example. That is just one example of what I teach my clients to do. Uh, What you did was when I asked you to do the deep breathing, I had you activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your counterbalance to your sympathetic nervous system or your fight or flight. And when we feel really stressed out, when we're feeling really anxious about a performance that we are about ready to engage in, sometimes that sympathetic nervous system comes up and it makes us fearful or it makes us want to clam up faint and then the cortisol from gets released from your adrenals and then your that's the whole stress response when you activate the breathing when you becomes when you become still and you're focused on the things like your five senses it takes you like you said it takes you away from the outside influences and you go inward because you're trying to find things to soothe this body. And when you soothe the body, you soothe the mind. And the more that you are able to do the deep breathing, the more that you're able to bring that sense of calm, it will change your brain. And it will change the way that you see things and your reaction to certain stimulus. Mm. It's a practice every day. And that's something that we have to remember is that all the techniques that I give my clients, there's another one too with bilateral stimulation because I teach people how to activate their left and their right brain. Yeah, I was gonna
0: ask if you could just um, define what that means bilateral stimulation. yeah, in case okay. I mean, I don't know. just tell tell me what it is. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm sure I, people don't okay. know. Some people do. so okay. I, I can I can make it is. I can Perfect. make an inference of what it is, but I would rather have you just share exactly what it is so that there's total clarity.
1: Okay. And I'm gonna teach you how to do it too. Oh my goodness. Okay. So bilateral, yeah, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it, okay? So it's it's one of the, besides doing that exercise that we just did, the bilateral simulation is one of the things that will drop you into a sense of calm okay with practice and it'll okay. do it quite quickly you have your left and your right mm-hmm. side of your brain right the logic part and the emotion part and then you have something in the middle of your brain called the corpus callosum and that connects those two sides of your brain okay when we're feeling stressed out when we're feeling anxious those two sides of your brain they're not working so well together we need them to work So well. okay okay
0: yeah, I In no, work. Sorry, I was mm-hmm. gonna say something Keep just going. like very silly, but just like, so the right brain and the left brain are supposed to work together, Kitty? Really? Oh, my. Okay. And, and if <laughs> yeah. they're not, if they're really? not working well I together, know. then you're not gonna feel calm. This is blowing my mind. Okay, go on. Go on, Kitty.
1: I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, what we want to do in order to get those two talking, especially when we're under stress and anxiousness and fear, we can tap. Easy. So, you take your hands. There's two different uh, tapping things that I can teach you. So, one of them is called the butterfly hug. And you just kind of cross your arms and you have one hand on your right shoulder, one hand on your left shoulder. And what you're going to do is you're going to tap left, right, left, right on your shoulders. And so that's it, one way to do it. Okay. Oh, the does other it matter way, if you're right, uh-huh. is your
0: right hand meant to be underneath your left hand? doesn't matter. Okay, cool.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Or if you're sitting down mm-hmm. or if you're standing up palms on your thighs right. or hands on your thighs, and you're going to tap left, right, left, right. And it's just the steady left, right, left, right. It's not a drum beat, and I don't know if you can see me, but it's like this.
0: Okay. 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 So there's not, it's arrhythmic. It doesn't really have rhythm. It's just back and forth, back and forth.
1: Right. Back and forth, back and forth. So taught this to a lot of my PTSD clients to help them be in in a sense of calm and meetings and that kind of thing. Uh, My war veterans, I've taught them this, and it has brought their uh, sympathetic nervous response down, okay? So what you're going to do, just start tapping on your legs, left, right, left, right. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And slowly release it out through your mouth. Take a nice deep breath in through your nose. And slowly release it out through your mouth. And how about one more deep diaphragmatic breath? And just keep tapping. And that's all you really have to do. Now, when I work with people in my sessions, I teach them a visualization that Mm -hmm. goes along with this. So I'm taking you uh, down into probably alpha wave, uh, brain wave okay. when I do this. So you're in a more uh, focused sense, but you can still do this during the day when you're uh, setting at your desk, if you feel anxious, uh, if you're in a store, you're feeling a little anxious walking around, it helps. Um, I have the people that I've taught this uh, bilateral stimulation to, they've gone into meetings where they feel super anxious or they've gone into where they're going to do a presentation mm-hmm. and they started doing the deep breathing and then the bilateral stimulation or the tapping and they have told me that they yeah. feel calmer. Well, what I the anxiousness yeah. leaves What it,
0: what it um what it reminds me of is Can't remember if it was Jay Shetty that I heard say this, or maybe it was Brendan Burchard. But it was like, Mm -hmm. what? Why breathing is so powerful is because you take like the your external body. Well, what? uh, It's like you take your external body Mm -hmm. and your internal mind are moving at two different speeds. And by doing the breathing with this bilateral work, you're moving them into this like singular speed. And not only that. Like, I know for me, you know, there's sometimes, like, all this anxiety about kind of other people's actions, right, which I have no control over. And when you do this exercise, right. it's definitely like, right. oh, like, well, like, I'm in complete control of my body and my mind and my breath. Yeah. And so that gives I mean, just in this moment, is giving me more right. of that sense of calm. Is that kind of like, I don't know if that, that's obviously right. not how it works, but yes. like, is that... Is that what is that what I should be taking away from this?
1: That's a great thing to take away from it because it does. It takes your mind off of, off of the external stimulus and it gives you your control back. I mean, that's one of the easiest ways to put it. Um, because what happens with anxiety and triggers and those kinds of things, when we get into the anxious mode, um, our brain is starting to remind us of other things that have happened to us that we've had no control over, especially if we haven't processed through those things and, you know, and done the healing work or whatever there might be mm-hmm. from the past. Hence why the anxiety and the trauma and um, the triggers come up. And this helps the brain process through what is going on right here and in the moment. Oh. So there's some other things that are going on in the inside of your brain um, that we don't have a lot of time to talk about. But uh, with the tapping, it helps your brain process through that stimulus that you're going through right now, which is probably just a reaction to some of the stimulus that that you've had from a past um, performance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. And it happens to everyone. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with me, and letting me know that I'm not alone. Absolutely, everyone that's listening, you're not alone, and
1: (laughs) no, you're not alone.
0: I really appreciate you sharing that, and like the, I mean, personally, I love the the tangible, like let's take action and do something like now stuff, and then I love that it's all backed up with biology and science, and like that, you know, research Mm -hmm. and Etc. Um, I am yeah. curious. Is there is there anything that you wish that you because I don't. Want, we're pretty much going to wrap up the interview pretty soon, pretty shortly. And okay. I'm curious if okay. there's anything that you haven't had a chance to share that you want to share about that you want people to know about the work that you do?
1: Well, I, I would like people to know that I'm there for you. Uh, I've started the new, it's called integrative performance and wellness coaching program. I have different tiers of programs that I work with. And I also do on-site trainings and that kind of thing for people. And I know with COVID it's a little harder, but um I do online coaching with individuals for anxiety Mm -hmm. performance. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people that might feel stuck right now trying to transition into the next phase of their life because that's what uh, I have recognized with a lot of things right now is that this has the current atmosphere that we're in. it's, It's caused all sorts of fear and anxiety with regards to where am I going to go to next? And I just want people to know that I am out there and I am ready to help them overcome their anxiety, so they can be the best version of themselves. So I want to, I just want to let people know that that I'm, I'm there for you, and I can help walk through this path with you because it's important. And I believe, I believe in people, and I believe that people are important. That's why I do the work that yeah, I do. Yeah,
0: I love that. You can share the full thing. I know your I know your motto. You can share the full <laughs> motto on here. I might bleep it out and I might blink oh, it the out full in post, motto, are you it. sure? Okay.
1: I do the work I do because I believe people are fucking important. Yeah. I do. I believe that people are fucking important. Yeah. And it makes me teary when I think about that. So I'm like, yeah, people are fucking yeah. important.
0: I feel that. And I agree. And I want to say thank you for all the work that you do to help people live into their best selves and be connected with their power. Thank you. And
1: thank you. I do
0: have I think one more question is what is your vision of your work? What is your vision of your this world that you're creating, that you're putting in work to create in the future?
1: Well, I hope that I am creating uh, mindful leaders is what I'm hoping. You know, I work with a bunch of people who go out there and they feel like they're not leaders in their community or families. Um, You know, I do work with leadership, um, but I want to create People that are empowered, or I want to help people feel like they are empowered to, you know, to be in their communities to reach this their highest level of whatever makes them feel important. Does that make sense? So,
0: so let me make sure I heard you correctly. So, really, you want to create mindful leaders, whether that be a leader in your family, a leader in your community, Mm -hmm. a leader in your business, or your um, work community but yeah. so that people are s- empowered right. to do whatever important to them
1: yes yes wow yeah well,
0: thanks so much for yeah. being that person who's going to do that and creating that for the world and making that available Thank to you. people so Kitty, where can people find out more about you, how to get in touch with you, how to work with you, how to partner with you and to create this future where people are living into the most important things that are in their life?
1: Okay. Well, you can find me on Facebook. That's one place that you can find me. It's Kitty Davidson. I think I am the only Kitty Davidson on Facebook. Um, Coveted. (laughs) Coveted position right there. I I think, you can't just I look up Michael is. Rosenberg. Uh, you, you can, know, you won't find me. <laughs> you can find, you can Google me. Um, you can find me at my, uh, my website, which is kitty Davidson, LPC.com. I have a coaching website that is uh, under progress right now. So I do have that. You can, you can call me, you can, message me on facebook you can definitely reach out to me on instagram i'm little buddha kitty uh or you can uh find me yeah at my um, uh, at my coaching address which is kitty Davidson coaching @gmail.com
0: amazing kitty is there any parting wisdom insights or advice that you'd like to give the listeners
1: i would say Every morning when you get up, give yourself five minutes to meditate, five minutes to do breath work, to get yourself centered for a good day. I tell all of my clients that and then ask yourself one question, what is one thing that I will let go of today?
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you, yeah, what do you so mean when you say let go? What, what's one thing that I'm going to let go of today? What do you mean when you say let go of?
1: Maybe it's I'm going to let go of control. Mm. Maybe it's I am go- going to let go of the anger that I have towards the guy who cut me off yesterday. Some people still stew about it, even though it's it happened yesterday. What is one thing you're going to let go of Got it. that you know will bring you a sense of ease and calm that will not cause you any anxiety, that will help you perform better today?
0: Well, thanks so much for being on here, Kitty. If you've been listening, take action and meditate. Do the bilateral exercises we talked about. Reach out to Kitty and just enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to the Entrepreneur's Connection show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneurs Connection Show. I really appreciate you sticking around and listening. I hope you took away some really valuable gems. If you did, if you thought this was an amazing episode, go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review, and let us know what you think. And if you're looking to connect more with me, with the guests, you can go ahead over to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash quantum connectors that is where we are all hanging out and uh, you can join the community of other listeners and other entrepreneurs and go-getters who are looking to create an amazing life for themselves. So I can't wait to see you there. Thank you again. Keep listening, hit subscribe so you can get some more gems on the Entrepreneurs Connection Show.